Welcome to the CFY Podcast, brought to you by Cabins for You. Based in the heart of the Smokies, the CFY Podcast is your resource for all vacation and travel industry secrets. From managing vacation rental properties to saving you time and money on your next trip, the CFY Podcast is just for you. Hey folks, and welcome to the CFY Podcast. My name is Torin, and on today's episode, we're going to continue our conversation that we had with Randy of America's Parks. For those of you who missed last week's episode, Randy is an experienced traveler and the creator of America's Parks blog and vlog. Randy has journeyed to over hundreds of major landmarks across the United States, from the islands of Tri-Tortuga near the Florida Keys to the lush forest of Mount Rainier in the state of Washington. Randy shares his experience with over 4.5 million viewers who shared his passion for travel. And in this episode, we chat about his famous trip through multiple states along the Blue Ridge Parkway and how he prepared for this epic adventure. But before we get started, I wanted to invite you. Are you interested in possibly starting your own podcast? Ever had a subject that you specifically wanted to share with people all around the world, just like you hear on the CFY podcast every week? Well, I want to invite you to check out Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the hosting platform for any of your podcast needs. All that needs to happen is you upload the audio, you create it, and they distribute it in ease of access. It's an incredibly easy platform to use. In fact, we use it specifically here on the CFY podcast, and I love it. There is no better hosting source out there than when I've used Buzzsprout. So if you want to check them out and start your own podcast, I'll actually have a link in the description below. You can go and check it out, and they offer a special deal for those of you who sign up using the link below. Just check it out. We would love to hear from you, and I'm sure many other people around the world, too, when you start your own podcast with Buzzsprout. Now tune in to learn how you can prepare for your next memorable journey. Now, I do know that you talk about these trips, and and normally for us, it's like 15 minutes. You know, we get to see the 15-minute highlight, um, but some of us may be wondering as well, you know, how are we balancing this? How, how are we uh, being able to balance this time that we have if we want to go on more trips, you know, if we want to be able to uh, take the Blue Ridge Parkway, if we want to be able to um, head to the, uh, to the Great Smoky Mountains, um, and you want to be able to leverage that time. You know, we we look at that balance. Um, how do you happen to find balance between your work and still w- what would be considered work, but it's fun across the board? Yeah, yeah great question. Um, really, I can only work with what I've got. So it really depends on how much vacation time uh, I, I'm given to use by the mm-hmm. church to, to, be, to be away. So I, I submit to the leaders in that in, in terms of what they've given me, and they've given me four weeks. So... Basically, you know, I have I have Mondays off. Um, Saturdays, for the most part, I get to be with the family. Sundays after church, I'm home all day with the family. Um, evenings on and off with different responsibilities. But um, for the most part, I'm with the family a lot. And I can flex my day off. So for Christmas, I can take my day off on Christmas Day or whatever have you. So mm-hmm. I really am able to use and maximize the vacation time to do these national park trips with the family. I don't really need more vacation time since my family really isn't in the area here. Um, Also, what I'm allowed to do is take all of my holidays and bank them as vacation time as well, if I wish. Mm. So as the church, we get two days off for Thanksgiving. Well, we get together for Thanksgiving day, of course, but that just becomes my day off. So that allows me to bank two additional days. So obviously it's different for everybody in terms of what they can afford with days off, but that's what works for me. And that's what 
allots me the amount of time that I have to do this many trips each each year. Sure. And I mean, so so you've taken trips to these parks, um, even on holidays. How how is is that correct? Uh, no, no, I'll use my holiday days to go there, but for the, oh, most, okay. for the holidays themselves, I'm I'm, I'm here um, using either a vacation day or the holiday day that I'm giving, or I just flex my schedule to use that as my day off. So if our family obviously is going to get together for Christmas Day and Christmas falls on a, on a Thursday, I'll work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Friday, and I'll be with my family on Thursday, and I save those two Christmas days. Oh, um, okay. But, you might say, well, you're working on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I'm a pastor. I got to work. <laughs> you work every day. We have church. We have church that night. So uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve has never really been a big family day for us other than we, we go to church together as a family. Usually have someone else to teach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I, was, I was totally <laughs> off on that, but that makes so much sense. So taking a look at these at these trips, you know, we've looked at the itinerary, we looked at the balance of, of kind of how we can plan everything out. Um, now I want to ask you something that's maybe a little bit more personal. If you going on your trip, now I know recently you, you sent out a video where you break down the stuff you take on your trip. Yeah. What are some things you leave home you cannot leave without? <laughs> yeah, definitely. That one I just put up. Did you see that video? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's like my last, second to last upload. And because I did that in response to a lot of people asking me, they're like, what do you bring? And it's really tough because we are camping. So that, that really means we have to bring a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, if I were just staying in hotels or lodges, I, I wouldn't need as much stuff. But when you're camping, you're talking about air mattresses, sleeping bags, tents, other camping gear, et cetera. So it requires me to bring a lot of stuff. But obviously, when you travel on a plane, A, you don't want to carry a lot of stuff. It's not easy. <laughs> and B, you're limited on how much you can bring on the plane without paying a boatload of money. Yeah. Um, and when you rent a car, you just don't have the room as well to put all this stuff. So um, what can I not do without? I, I enjoy being with my family. I know that sounds maybe a little different, but um, as far as what I, I would just want to be with a family member if I can. Mm. Um, if a family member is not available, I've done some trips with friends. We went to Utah with three other guys recently last fall and had a tremendous time. Um, so if I can't bring a, a friend or a family member, I've done a couple solo trips and you know I, I, I enjoy that as well. I just enjoy being alone, being alone in creation and just being by myself and thinking. And uh, it's, it's done a lot for my soul. So that's been good. But mm. as far as supplies go, Obviously, as a vlogger, I got to have the cameras with me, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a must. I've, I've had those those nightmares, like I got on the plane and I'm like, I forgot my camera. I can't oh. it. You're thinking, what would I do? Um, and you're like, I'm going to have to splurge and just buy a cheap camera to video this. But thankfully, nowadays, we have our cell phones with us. And mm. uh, the Yosemite trip, actually, I did that whole thing on my iPhone. Really? Yeah, that's I just shot it 4K on my iPhone the entire wow. trip. Other than the beginning entrance sign, welcome. I did that on my nice uh, Lumix. But um, all that entire video was done on my iPhone just because I didn't want to lug that big camera. Yeah. <laughs> We're gaining 3,000, I think 700 feet. Um, so that was all done on my iPhone. So it's become a lot easier. But you know, I try to bring my drone. But again, you're limited with the drone because you can't fly a drone in national parks. So there's only certain places you could fly the drone. I've been using that 360 mm -hmm. camera a lot on the 10 foot selfie stick, disappearing selfie stick. That's been a fun little tool that's added a new dimension. Um, so, and then I bring a GoPro. So really the cameras would be the biggies. 
And then it's basically just essentials tour and, you know, just essentials. I, you know, I need a pillow. I need a sleeping bag, I need air mattress, I need a tent. Um, I bring a multi-purpose tool knife. That's, that's mm. my, my jack of all trades in a yeah. sense for everything that I need. Um, and then we buy all our food usually when we get there. So we don't bring any food. We'll usually shop at like a Walmart, pick up a lot of food that we can use. Um, I used to go really easy and cheap with the peanut butter and tuna fish route. <laughs> I got a lot of flack for that one from people in a, in a joking way, like the peanut butter tuna fish guy. It was just so easy. You could just, you, you don't have to refrigerate it. You don't, yeah. <laughs> if you open the bag, you can eat quick and get, get moving again. Um, but I did break down about a year ago, bought a jet boil stove and that's been a nice addition. Mm. So you, you can make some oatmeal, you can um, cook a can of soup. You can do some different things with that. So um, kind of stepped up the game a little, a little bit <laughs> years, um, but those, those really, you know, are the, the essentials hiking poles, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's really, you know, obviously the national park pass, which is probably one of the greatest investments anybody can make if you go to the national parks. Yeah. 80 bucks for a full year. Um, that'll pay itself off if you go to probably three different parks already. Mm-hmm. So you do one trip and you hit five parks. It's worth buying the pass right off the bat. Uh, so that obviously I bring that ID. Um, that's, that's about it. Pretty simple, really, really pretty simple. Um, battery charger. I could plug into the outlet in the car. That's always been helpful because a lot of cars don't have a, a, a plug adapter, uh, charges up my batteries a lot quicker, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty extensive list for some people. So, I, you know, not everybody will bring their camera. Not everybody may, may bring their drone, but definitely if they're going camping, it sounds like a lot of this stuff they're going to need. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, I do. We've never been a guy that's done the whole, even when we car camped locally in the area, we've never been a family that's done like the whole um, uh, camp stove, you know, where they're, they're opening up that big stove and they got the camping plate, oh, yeah. they got the camping glasses and they got the, ornamental lights going around the picnic table. And, um, you know, we've never been, you know, the, the s'mores things that they put in the, we, we've never <laughs> we done local camping. It's like breakfast burritos at McDonald's. In the yeah. <laughs> it's not glamping like stuff. Uh, again, people enjoy that. <laughs> we've never been in stuff. We've never been into people that were, we're never been people that would just hang around the campground in the morning. Um, we're like, okay, the sun's up. Let's go. I mean, yeah. we can sit out in our backyard. We, we, Let's go. We relax that way. We relax by being on the move, seeing things. And then even, you know, I get a lot of flack about this as well. When I go out West, as you know, from New Jersey, there's or where you're from on the East coast as well. There's a three hour time change. Mm. So nine o'clock rolls around out in California and, and I'm ready to go to sleep and it's yeah. <laughs> just setting. So a lot of guys would stick up and make campfires and all that. I'm like, I'm going to bed at nine. So now I can get up at like five in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> like eight o'clock New Jersey time and get an early start on this day. So we've never been people that have kind of hung out um, around the campfire or played Uno. Not that I'm against um, any of those things. <laughs> uh, we've always just been people that have wanted to maximize our time. And again, that's just how we personally relax. I know other people relax in different ways. Um, you know, I look at them and say, you're wasting time. They look at me and say, you're going too fast, relax a little bit more, but <laughs> we all have different interests and we have different ways of doing things. And, you know, we all respect each other. Plus, if you're looking at the time difference, that may help you in parking as well. If you get up a little bit earlier, you're trying to get to the park and, and parking is terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it also helps too when you fly back because then you don't have to readjust to that time change. Yeah. yeah. You, stay on, you stay on the East Coast time. 
you adjust to the West Coast time and then you fly back. You're just toast. You're toast. And there's been times where I've flown back on a on a Saturday night late and I've had to preach on Sunday morning. Oh man. <laughs> just trying to Ooh. maximize that extra day off in there. And uh, if I didn't adjust, if I had to adjust that time zone, that would be another three hours that would just waste me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, you know, you, you find a, you find a, a pattern that works best for you and uh, you just stick with it. So with that advice, um, if there was something that you could tell your younger self, you know, say about 20, 25 years ago, which obviously you're only, you know, 35, so it's a little hard, um, but <laughs> very kind of you. <laughs> let's say if you could give yourself some younger advice, especially on these trips, what would it be? I would say the first thing that comes to mind is I am so thankful that I, I took my daughters on the trips that we did and they're, mm. they're reflecting a lot of the, a lot of them really, there's no videos up because I wasn't doing the vlogging back then. I didn't, you know, I didn't get into this by saying, uh, I want to have this YouTube channel. And this is, I mean, at the beginning, I just was an average dude. I still am, but I'm just going, my daughters were taking a picture here or there, and that was about it. Um, so if you look up until like 2017, there's really not much there at all. I, I threw a couple things up there around 2017 that I had some video from, but there really wasn't much there. But the time that we had together was so special, Torin. Mm -hmm. And if I could do anything all over again, um, A, I would never take that away because the window you have is very short. You know, mm -hmm. the... I started, I took Kale on her first trip in 2009 and she was, I think nine at the time, maybe 11, nine, nine or 11. And, you know, you blink your eyes and they're driving a car and they're, they're away at college. Mm. And that window between when they're old enough and then when they can't go anymore, like where I'm at right now, in a sense is very short and that time flies. So um, I'm thankful for the time that we had together but if I could do anything all over again, I would have tried to have even gotten more trips in there with my daughters. Um, it was important, but it, it, I, I would have made it even more important to try to do it more often. Like mm. Kayla did in 2009, we did Southern California. And then I took Natalie in 2011 and we did Grand Canyon and Southern Utah. And then I took Haley in 2013 and we did Washington State. And then I started taking them on a couple more, but really you can see, I mean, there's big gaps big gap. So that's, that's what, uh, five years, four years represented where I only went on three father daughter trips. Mm -hmm. uh, the best year for me was probably 2017. That year I made it a point cause I knew they were getting older to take each daughter on one, one trip of their own. And that was special. So if I could do it all over again, um, with my wife's blessings, I would have liked to have maybe done just a little bit more with mm -hmm. them. That's one thing that comes to mind. Um, another thing comes to mind is, and you probably heard it just in my comments so far, um, we went pretty quick and I, I, I wouldn't trade much of that, but I might just say, you know, just, just slow, tap it down, hit the brakes a little bit, <laughs> um, especially when you got other people. Cause they, you know, they might not be able to keep up with that, that rocket fuel pace. Um, I don't think I exasperated cause they wanted to keep going with me, but, um, it is, it, it, few of these trips were really intense and uh, I don't know if they were just trying to um, respect me and, and uh, go along with what I want to do and be a good team player. But, you know, I, I pushed them kind of hard and um, I would say I, I would be afraid for parents to turn their kids off by exasperating them and just taking away the fun mm. because it's too intense and you're too driven. Yeah. 
So that would be number two. And then probably number three is I would probably say I did, I do decent research in advance as to the place I'm going and what to see, but I probably could do even a little bit better at that. Um, there's so many times where I'll go to a place and then I'll put the video up and people say, oh, did you see this? And I, I'm like, I never heard of that before. And then you'll, you'll do a search on the internet and you're like, I was a half a mile away from that thing. I never knew it was there. Yeah. <laughs> that happened at Kodachrome. There's this little walk that goes out. Um, they call it, I think, the Angel's Landing of Kodachrome uh, State Park. Oh, and, wow. Uh, and we were literally on the hill where the walk goes out. And we were probably 20 feet away from it. But I just never knew it was there because I didn't research it out enough. Mm. Or I'm putting together a, a, another Yosemite video right now of just all the highlights of places you can see if you go there on a one-day trip. And um, I researched the swinging bridge because there's a swinging bridge in Yosemite Valley. There's also a swinging bridge just, just, just outside the Yosemite Valley, which is one of those walk plank bridge, kind of Indiana Jones, you know, going across. <laughs> yeah. uh, like this, the suspension bridge held up only by cables. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the guys would have loved that. I never knew it was there. So mm-hmm. those would be the, the three things that come to mind. But I don't, I don't really have any, I mean, I always want to improve just in life in general, but I don't really have anything that I, I regret. There's no regrets. Mm. Um, and there's really not, not a lot that I would change. Um, I think you know, it's just, it's important when you start off to ask people for advice and to not be lazy in doing your research and not be prideful in thinking you have all the answers. Um, ask people and be, hum- be humble to ask people. Um, a lot of things in my early editing where I look at it now, I'm like, oh, what a disaster. And I, 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 if I just would have just watched some more videos on how to make a good video or ask people that make videos, I could have saved myself that heartache, you know, in a sense. Yeah, we all grow and we mature with time. That's true. But there's some things that um, you have to learn the hard way. But there's some things that are avoidable and you can avoid the school of hard knocks in life in general. <laughs> humble enough to ask older people and experienced people for wisdom in certain areas of life. And, um, that's probably, um, I could have done that a little bit better, I think as well. So Mm. yeah, that's, that's what comes to mind. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if many of us probably have that same feeling, (laughs) but it's perfect. You know, everything is, uh, everything is 2020 whenever you've, you've gone past it. Yeah. Hindsight. So awesome. Well, I, I greatly appreciate your time and I greatly appreciate all of this information that you've not only, uh, graced us with, but also with our listeners as well. And I'm sure that this information is going to help them on their next trip, vacation, or wherever they go. Um, But Randy, thank you so much for your time. For these people who are listening, is there a way that they can uh, just continue to follow up with you, learn more about you and continue to um, say, even if they wanted to look at your itinerary, where, where can they find you? Yeah, yeah. I would uh, one thing real quick. Let me throw in there. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the Blue Ridge Parkway, and the one thing I did want to add on that discussion is what I love about that road is the variety. Mm. Uh, you have such a a taste, not only of the incredible overlooks and mountains and waterfalls and wonderful hikes, but it's also there's many historical stops on that road as well. And if people do that journey, I'd encourage them to look for things that they can see, um, taste the culture listen, there's some, a sound, a music pl- festival place there, hear the culture, see it all. Um, it's cultural and historical, and it's just gorgeous as well regarding nature. So um, I think that's what made that drive, in a sense, so unique and special. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to go back to your question, yeah, um, I would say watch the video on how I plan a national park trip. 
because I do a, a video of literally my itinerary. It's all on the screen right there. And that should help people out. Um, as far as supplies go, that video is up. And then in the description, I list all those supplies there as well. Um, so they can, they can order those items and, and hit the Amazon link and see exactly what the item looks like if they want to do more research on that. Um, I'd be happy as much as I can. I try to answer every comment that, that comes my way. Um, it gets a little challenging and I can't give long answers like I would prefer to do still, <laughs> but um, still for like seven years of doing this now, I've answered every comment that people have put on my YouTube channel. And um, if people have any questions, leave a comment. I'll do my very best to get back to them. Which, of course, they can find you at America's Parks on YouTube. Uh, they can even search for you in, uh, on Google, and they'll find the American uh, America's Parks blog. They'll, they'll be able to find you there with a lot of great information. Well, Randy, thank you so much again for your time. Uh, I, I greatly look forward to hearing from you again in the future if we ever have the opportunity. And for those of you who are listening, thank you so much for tuning in today. And I hope that we get to see you next time on your adventure. Thanks for joining us on the CFY podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe on your favorite streaming platform. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and cabinsforyou.com, where we can help you on your next adventure.